Man, people crazy out these streets, bro. I've been grinding since I was like 15 with this music, bro. I've learned that I can't please everybody. And there's been a lot of love, but there's also been misunderstanding, hate, and this box they put me in. And it makes them uncomfortable if I'm not in it. DJ KJ. And I ain't in it. Whoa. What's up? Welcome back to I Went Out. I'm Manny. And today is our continuation of walking through the book of James. We're going through James 1 verses 19 through 21 today. Before we jump in, just a reminder to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Uh, please leave a rating and or review if you haven't already. Um, if you have, we really appreciate it. Um, but that's helpful for us, but also helpful for you guys so that you don't miss out on any episodes when they drop. Alright, um, James 1, 19 through 21. It reads, My dearly loved brothers, understand this. Everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For man's anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. Therefore, ridding yourselves of all moral filth and evil excess, humbly receive the implanted word which is able to to save you mm. amen amen verse 19 <laughs> <laughs> oh my dearly little brothers understand this everyone must be quick to hear slow to speak and slow to anger i my first reaction is no one's really that good at what james is instructing here yeah <laughs> we all fall terribly short of this all the time amen um yeah we just suck at this yeah. <laughs> we suck at listening yes um and because we so often want to, well, I'm terrible at most, a lot of this. I'm slow to, like, I can, it can be hard for me to listen sometimes, and it can be hard for me to slow to anger. Yeah. I can get angry, like, not as angry as I used to be, mm-hmm. but me and you were just talking about this last, <laughs> or, like, a couple, a couple nights ago, how, yeah. you know, I'm like, man, I used to pop off, mm-hmm. and it didn't take much to get me to pop off. <laughs> um, but then ever since I became a Christian, I still pop off from time to time, but not nearly as much. Right. And uh, because I'm, like, God slowly had to show me, like, my, like, the things I was getting angry were foolish. It was right. foolishness. Right. But now when I get angry, like I think about the anger, which I'm jumping ahead of myself a little bit here, but when I think about the whole, still going back to that George Floyd situation, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about that on a racial repentance episodes that, man, I was furious. Yeah. I literally, envi- I think I shared it, like I envisioned myself when I saw an image bearer being, having his life sucked from, from him. Yeah. I was pissed. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to jump all over that cop and just go into town. Like mm-hmm. that's literally my first response. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I don't think, of course, physical violence is not the thing Jesus wants us to do. But I think that where that anger was coming from was from a place of, you know, it was a righteous anger because right. I'm watching someone being murdered. Right. Now, how I and that's why I had to step back and like I didn't say much right away after that because I had to make sure that I was going to, the anger that I was feeling was going to be done in a healthy way, not in an unhealthy way. I'm not going to go mm-hmm. and pop off and start beating people up. Like mm-hmm. that wasn't the healthy thing to do. Right. Um, but anyway, I sidetracked. <laughs> um, but what I think James, when we're looking at verse 19, um, James really hits on that. We must talk when we talk too much and listen too little. We communicate to others that we think our ideas are more important than theirs. Yeah. Um, and I mean, just look at the, racial climate the political climate that we're in right mm-hmm. now i mean dare i say the science climate we're in because of the covid stuff yeah um everybody wants to talk yeah um ain't no one listening amen and and if we're not and when we're talking we're basically and that's all i see is like man 
Democrats tearing down the Republicans, Republicans tearing down the Democrats, yeah. whites tearing down the blacks, blacks saying like whatever, like blacks ain't saying much. They're just like, please listen, save my help us. We need, we want to live. Yes, yes. <laughs> and whites trying to downplay all that and saying all that because again, mm. they don't want to listen. Right. And and even when it comes down to COVID, like we got some people who are just so anti-science mm-hmm. that they don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to mm-hmm. hear the, some of the scientific facts. And look, science is a it, science is literally it changes all the time. Yeah. Because they're constantly, and especially this virus, this virus is so, it's only been, it hadn't even been around for a year yet. Mm-hmm. I think people fail to realize that, that this thing is still new. Yeah, it is. It's ever changing. We're good. We don't even know the long-term effects of this virus. Right. They're just now starting to be like, yo, there's some cardiovascular issues that we're going to see, some mm-hmm. lung issues that are just looking like they're going to be long-term issues, even mm-hmm. if you have mild case. Mm-hmm. So that's the, and that's why like it's, we can't, of course, first of foremost we can't fully rely on science to be the end-all be-all it's limited by human Mm -hmm. by our human minds ultimately so but when they do when when we're trying to say that oh they're lying to us oh they're they don't know what they're doing yeah you're right they're learned they're not lying to us they what what they're presenting at the time is what they know right right and then things change science changes yeah that's the thing with that so sometimes it is good to just listen to what they're saying and then of course instead of trying to talk it down right away like just listen absolutely yeah and then talk, mm-hmm. ask questions. There's nothing wrong with asking questions. But again, in this climate that we're in right now, there's way too many talking heads. Yeah. And not enough people just sitting down listening. And I'm guilty of this. I talk way too much sometimes. Yeah. I'm thinking about the dinner we had the other night. I'm like, man, <laughs> there's two pastors at a table. And yeah. I'm like, man, you can tell who the pastors are. We're talking way too much right now. <laughs> right. Um, shout out, Miranda. We love you. Love you. Um, well, pa- apparently pastors can talk too much. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but back to what James is really kind of communicating here is that, you know, he's advising us to not do this. And instead, he, we must do the opposite. We need to be mindful of how much we actually speak and how much we listen. Mm-hmm. Now, if my speaking is superseding my listening, I need to step back. Yeah. But when my listening precedes my speaking, then I'm starting to be in the right track because mm-hmm. I'm able to hear what's being communicated to me. Right. I'm intentionally listening and not listening for the fact of just to cut you off so I can shut you down. Mm-hmm. Um, but really listening so I can hear your side and then have dialogue from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we discussed it on the podcast about how there's been studies. And I think KB shared it at one point, like it's, it's extremely hard to distinguish the difference between being listened to and being loved yeah. in that moment. Yeah. Because when you are listening to someone, you're communicating. I, I love you. Right. I respect you. I right. want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. When I'm not listening and I'm just talking, I'm just showing, shut up. You're not really that valuable. What I say is yeah. the end all be all. Yeah. And if you don't agree with that, see you later. Mm-hmm. So that's really kind of what I got from from verse 19. Yeah. And I guess it's really, it's a pride issue. It is. Um, That we think, I know I'm talking a lot in this little section. No, you're fine. <laughs> that we think that we're so good that we know it all. Yeah that you're wrong just because i know this is what's right mm-hmm. um and i think about i think i even shared this with you a little before our show is like i couldn't help as i was preparing for this i couldn't help but think about what what happens in matthew 20 mm-hmm. in the lesson that jesus teaches and this is in matthew 20 um john and james's mom legit asked jesus hey can you make sure can you promise me that my sons are going to sit to your left and to your right mm-hmm. and she's like whoa 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 <laughs> And that is not mine to give. That's my father's to give. Yeah. Um, but then the lesson he, he goes on to teaching that is beautiful. And I want to share kind of a little bit real quick from Matthew 20 on that. Because I think it ties in pretty well 
to the issue of not listening yeah. and just speaking too much. Yeah. So I'm going to pick up from the tailor. I'm not going to read the whole passage, but basically Jesus is just laying out, you know, you this isn't mine to give. Um, the ten disciples get super upset that, you know, that James and John would even be talking like this and trying yeah. to figure out who's the best in, the, in their pact and who's going to be the best in the kingdom. And it's like, that's not what God, that's not what it's about. Right. And then Jesus says, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles dominate them and the men of the high position exercise, exercise power, power over them. It must not be like that among you. On the contrary, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. Mm-hmm. And whoever wants to be first among you must be your slave. Just as the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Mm-hmm. Until we have that servant mind mindset, it's gonna be hard for us to listen. Yeah. We're gonna wanna talk because we don't have that servant to that like that hum humility servant mindset. But when we really take that position of what Jesus is saying is being a servant to all, yeah, you're gonna begin to listen a little more. Yes. You're gonna begin to want to show others like I care for you. Yeah. But until you truly grasp that mindset of not being first but being last, Amen. you'll never be able to listen. Yeah. I love that, man. I know that was a lot. I spoke way too much in that little section. But go ahead, man. What you no, think that was that was good. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it just, as you said, it just, it forces you to be others-minded. Yeah. Um, because we are to grow in grace. Um, and we learn from one another also. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so it's important for us to, to, to not approach people acting like we know it all. Yeah. Um, because sometimes it can be very selfish for us to be slow hearers and quick to speak or anger. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to be careful. But also, I want to do. I do want to make this distinction too, because what this verse does not say is um, it doesn't say do not speak, and it yeah. doesn't say do not become angry. Mm-hmm. And I make this distinction because I, I would say for for myself, um, I'm the kind of person who is more reluctant to speak i'm very slow to speak because i'm more of a hearer i like to listen i like to fill out a room and stuff yeah but one thing that i learned especially i would say um my first maybe year or half a year whatever going to small group um because growing up i never really knew what a small group was we did bible studies and stuff um so it wasn't until i came around like you guys and stuff at life point started going to small group at the props shout out to the props yeah yeah um, for me, still planning on visiting you guys someday. I'm sorry, it's been crazy <laughs> over on the side of the world. Yeah, you guys live on a different side of the yeah, world they, now. They live, they live <laughs> far out. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so I know for me, like I was, I was very, very reluctant to speak in small group, and it's not because I didn't have anything to say. It was just because um, I didn't want to speak really, yeah. and I remember having this discussion with Zach down the road maybe like like I say like maybe six months after like small group started and stuff and he was like man why don't you talk more often yeah. in small group and um, I just told him like I didn't want to really because yeah. like growing up I was always the older person in our group in our youth group and stuff so I was always the one saying stuff Yeah. and I hated feeling like I knew it all you know what I mean Yeah. and so I always held back in small group because I didn't want to say anything and what I realized, even when I started talking to Zach about it, I was like, not speaking is also pride. Mm. 
it's also being selfish. That's good. And so I want to make that distinction because it is not telling you in this verse not to speak and not to become angry. Yeah. Um, I realized that real quick. And, and so even now, I have to be careful because I am, I don't, I mean, I can be a quiet person most, most often. Um, but I have to always check myself when I'm trying to hold back because a lot of times I realize that was coming from a pride, a, a, a place of pride. Yeah. And um, have to be careful because your words, especially if they are coming from God and they're godly words, they mean something. Yeah. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah. You know, you can't just hold back what the Lord has placed on your heart. Um, so you have to be careful with that. And, and, and on the anger part, you know, not all the time is it bad to be angry. It's it's the acting out of anger. Yeah. Um, where if we're quick to act out of anger, nine out of ten times, that's our doing. Yep. Um, we're doing what we want to do and not really acting out of um, um um, God's righteousness, and I know I've got to get into the next verse, but no, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> you went there now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, so yeah, I wanted to give that distinction because that's what I thought of when I read this, and and it's something that I that I realized. I mean, this was like just three three years ago, I guess. Um, it's the first time I realized that, and so now I'm very very careful, um, with the way I hold back, um, because it has become. Well, it was like something I did quite often, um, and so I've learned over time not to do that. Mm. Um, still, I'm still more of a listener than a speaker, um, but um, I would say just just don't look at this and saying that don't say anything at all. Yeah, yeah, it's good. All right, um, verse twenty: For man's anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. <laughs> oh, oh, James is talking to me. <laughs> um, talking to all the eights. Yeah, that's right. Our eights were crazy. <laughs> get way too mad about the dumbest stuff in the world. Yeah. Um, these verses, again, I think how you said is it, like it's not saying not to get angry, mm-hmm. but what James is really hitting at here is like human anger is not okay. Um, and this verse specifically speaks to the anger that erupts when our egos are bruised. Mm-hmm. Like, this goes back to the first to verse nineteen. Like, if uh, if someone's not listening to me because I, what I'm communicating and I agree, and then I get mad. Like, that's yeah. human. Yeah, that ain't righteous anger at all. Yeah, <laughs> and that erupts again when our egos are bruised. I'm hurt because my opinions weren't being heard mm-hmm. or listened or confirm the way i wanted them to be so i'm gonna get mad or i'm gonna get mad when i lose a game <laughs> shout out rico <laughs> you better be listening stop throwing your controls when you lose a game it ain't that serious and that comes from an angry place in your heart and yes it's sin when you give in to your anger <laughs> <laughs> so that was a that's a former student or it's a student of ours so yeah. we were, were actually walking through james as well and we had quite a good discussion on this about giving into our anger amen um so even something as dumb as that yeah. is throwing your controller that's just an out, outward expression of the anger that's within your heart. That is, mm-hmm. it's not of God. That mm-hmm. is stupid anger. That's yeah. human anger. Um, but when we see injustices and sin occur, we should be get, become angry mm-hmm. um, because others are being hurt. That should, as a Christ follower, that should do something in your heart yeah. to see sex traffic. See these things. Like there's things that should genuinely grieve your heart and. Sp- 
have some sort of anger well up in you mm-hmm. because you've seen injustice being done against God's creation yeah. and you're seeing people being harmed that if that that's that's okay to dwell, to have anger yeah. but again even going back to what i said earlier like that anger has to be done in a healthy way mm-hmm. like it has to be run through the lens of our god yeah. um is god about to have me run out there and chopping someone's ear off absolutely not mm-hmm. um, but anyway and it's it's that's the kind of anger that we're talking about not the kind of anger that comes from a selfish place yeah um, because again, we can get angry when, again, selfish things, selfish reasoning. A lot of times right. the anger we see in today's culture is because of a selfish reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> someone badmouth my political party, angry <laughs> death. <laughs> no, that's not what Jesus wants of us. Right. Right. Um, and what's even more interesting to me in this verse is the context behind which James was writing it. Yeah. Um, so I wrote down the context in which this was being written. It's, it's really important. Again, the Jewish nationalists have suffered much oppression to this point. They were being oppressed by the Roman Empire and its vassals for so long. Mm-hmm. And the Jewish people were being tempted to start um, to strike the Romans, yeah. to start a rebellion, to kick back on all their all the crap that they had been putting them through. Yeah. Um, and they, and they thought it was a good idea to have a revolt, which eventually did take place in AD 66 mm-hmm. when a full-blown revolt broke out. And that's when you have some of the most craziest things take place. And a lot of what Jesus said was going to happen took place during that revolt where it led to the eventual destruction of the temple. Yeah. Um, Josephus um, and a couple of other historians recorded some pretty crazy things happening during that time frame in the skies. Yeah. Um, I didn't get into that as a whole of the eschatology type of conversation, but some <laughs> things that actually took place in it is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of giving into that, James really talks about the righteousness and the anger that we should have doesn't lead to that. Instead, it needs to be met with peace and non-resistance. Amen. And so when you're like, wait a second. James is telling people not to get angry, yet they're being oppressed. Like, that should be making them angry. Yes, it's okay to be angry. Yeah. But that doesn't that doesn't mean we need to go start a revolt mm-hmm. against this and bring violence. And I mean, even go back to James or not James, Jesus in the gar- or when he's getting arrested. Mm-hmm. Um, John, Peter pulls out his sword in his uh, where's that verse at? I just had it. Peter pulls out his sword as Jesus getting arrested. Chops off a ear. What Jesus say? Jesus says, "Put your sword back in that in its place, because all who take up a sword will perish by the sword." Or do you think that I cannot call my father and he will provide me at once? With more than twelve legions of angels, how then would scriptures be fulfilled that say it must be this way? At that time, Jesus said to the crowds, "Have you come out?" Oh, I'm not gonna read that part. But basically, Jesus is saying, "Don't we don't need to take up arms? Yeah, like we must be his followers and be pursuing unity, bringing peace, and mm-hmm. that's the type of righteousness that God wants to see. That's the righteousness. Yeah, not trying to slain people because they right. disagree, mm-hmm. or slain people because things are not going the way we as Christians think they should go. Yeah. Um. I'm not about to go down that rabbit trail right now. <laughs> but basically, again, this is remembering that the context here is James is writing to Christians and Jewish Jewish Christians who were being persecuted mm-hmm. um, and being oppressed by the Roman Empire. And he's telling them not to get angry, yeah, um, not to go pop off and start killing these Romans. Right. Um, so for us, some of us Christians, it, does, it means don't be popping off and going against the opposite political party and trying to want to kill them and talking right, about all right. this. Like, bringing it into modern terms, like, no. Yeah. 
Like mm-hmm. we need to be pursuing peace and unity and trying to, again, being the hands and feet. Like Jesus doesn't call us to be violent. Mm-hmm. It's not what he's calling us to do, mm-hmm. which is it didn't sit well with the early Christians. And it still doesn't sit well with some Christians today. Amen. Um, Peter was very much one of those dudes. He's like, let's go. Yeah. Let's go to war right now. We're going to do this. <laughs> Um, and then I have to imagine John, you know, as he's writing, no, we just got to love guys. Yeah. Love. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of what I stuck out to me for verse 20. Again, I spoke way too much here. I am talking about being slow <laughs> to speak and I'm speaking way too much on this episode. No, it's good, man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really good stuff. It is, you know, um, I think it speaks to, this can speak to just the cancel culture that we're yeah. in right now where so many people especially and i want to specifically say in the body of christ we're canceling one another mm. um and it's so easy to do that you know on social media and stuff yeah and people feel so much power and <laughs> doing and i'm gonna I'm follow you which i mean is sometimes it's healthy to do that but yeah. i'm it's basically you're saying i'm gonna cut you off i'm gonna cut you off and um or I'm going to comment under your thing something yeah. that's just like, just just you know really shameful and just shaming you yeah. as a person in public, yeah. in the public eye. Um, and so you know what I what I think this is really saying is just like you know there is a anger that is not of God. Yeah. There is an anger that is our own, and um, and and that kind of anger is an um, like an impulsive yeah. kind of anger. And when you're moving out of impulse. You're not moving out of wisdom. Yeah. You're not moving out of um, God's righteousness and so and God's right way of doing things. Um, yeah. So it's important to to really just step back and um, and to you know we're supposed to be peaceable people. We're yes. supposed to um, to lean in and um, and even if you disagree with somebody yeah. um, and if you're having that conversation, that's why we are supposed to. Growing grace. That's right. We are supposed to season our grace with salt. Yep. Um, and it's a tough thing. It's the reason why we need Jesus. Amen. Because <laughs> it Amen. can be very hard. Um, but but we have to constantly constantly lean on 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 Christ um, so that we can navigate these conversations. But we as Christians are not to be people who are pressing this cancel button. Yeah. Um, because that's not where that's not what God did. And that's what we should not be about. Yep. We should be about leaning in and really, um, you know, going through this, this, this with people the right way. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And in using, you know, and even when you do get angry, because I will say, you know, like this year, I told this to my small group um, about a month ago because we did a, uh, we did a lesson on anger. Mm-hmm. And I was telling them, I was like, man, you know, this year I think has been the most i have ever been angry like yeah. that i can remember and because i'm not the type of person that gets easily angered and i'm not the type of person who stays angry long yeah um but i have been angry a lot this year from just the stuff that you've you know of course just covid just yeah. stuff like that the racism but not only that but just with people with people i call brothers and sisters people i look up to people who are in positions that you would think I wouldn't get angry at got angry at just because yeah. of some, just the climate that's that's gone on this year and um and so there's been times I've had to step back and check myself to make sure that I'm not using my voice to belittle this person yeah. or to um to cancel this person 
or to shame this person or whatever it may be, um, but that I'm using my anger to truly reform mm. in a right way, yeah. God's right way. Yeah. Um, and so that's something that I've, I've been learning this year um, is just how to do that the correct way yep. um, and, and to not be impulsive in doing that, but to step back, to look at the full picture, to ask God for wisdom yeah. and to use that wisdom um, in, in my anger. So, yeah, that's yeah. good. Amen to all that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, last verse, verse 21. Therefore, ridding yourselves of all moral filth and evil excess, humble, humbly receive the implanted word which is able to save you. I think this, that verse really just speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. Like, we cannot be consumed by this world. Mm-hmm. Um. I just think about, I just, I can't help but shake this. This is where we are as a nation right now. And how you just talked about again, how, how divided this division really is within the church right now. Yeah. It's ridiculous between the racial and political aspect of it all. It's been mind boggling to me. I don't, I don't, I mean, I've only been a Christian for eight years or almost Mm -hmm. nine years now, I guess. Um, I don't ever remember a time in my Christian walk where I've seen a church that's divided. Yeah. Um, it's craziness. It is. And we, as Christians, we have been so consumed by some of these worldly things mm-hmm. that we've attached ourselves to mm-hmm. that we're almost willing to die for that than we're willing to lose our lives for Christ. Yeah. And it's, we got to be stripped of all that. We got to, we've, again, we've got to remove all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got to be we got to be reminded of why we are here and what we are to be doing, Amen. Um, and receive that humbly receive God's word, yeah, and live it out, yeah. Um, not trying to die on the mountain of wearing a mask or not wearing a mask of being Republican, being Democratic, mm-hmm. um, of all that. Like it's all got to go. Being pro uh, or being Black Lives Matter, being all that. Like stop. Mm-hmm. We have got to be reminded of the gospel. And what we are called to do yeah. is not to die on any other mountain but on the mountain of our for our King Jesus Christ. Yeah. And we can't compromise on that. Amen. And we've got to remove all this other stuff. And I hope you didn't just hear me saying black lives don't matter because that's not what was being communicated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying is if we get so infatuated with something in the moment mm. that we begin to truly lose sight of what we've been called to do. Yeah. Um and we can't we can't do that. Amen. We've got to be, we've got to let go of this world. We've got to let go. And I'm not saying it's bad to be political. I'm not saying that. Mm. But when politics becomes our religion, which is unfortunately what it really has become, yeah. you're, we're, we have an issue. Yeah. Or when shouting in a protest has literally been the only language that we know mm. and the only that's essentially become our religion. We've, I'm speaking as Christians. Yeah. I'm not speaking for all the people out there um, that are protesting. Yeah. I'm speaking for Christians specifically. If we're just out protesting, but yet we're not actually sharing the gospel, and we're not moving forward God's kingdom, we're missing it. Yeah. We're doing it for the wrong reason. We have to check ourselves. Are we doing this for the right reason then? Mm. Or am I doing it just because other people are doing it as what other people are doing? Or because I might be recognized. Someone might get a picture of me holding up a sign. Mm. Like, again, it's just removing all of that and coming right back to the basics of who we are and mm-hmm. what we, what God has given us, and that's his word, mm-hmm. and how to live this out. Yeah. That I, my decision-making is not based upon my political party. 
Mm-hmm. It's not based upon where I stand on certain issues. It's well, it's based upon who I who I am in Christ Jesus. Amen. That's it. Amen. Everything else needs to go. Yeah. I don't know if I said I took a dark turn, I guess, but that's just how, like, literally as you read that, my brain went right to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I just, I think of surrender. Like yeah. True surrender. And just to read it all in context, it's saying, for man's anger does not accomplish God's yeah. righteousness. Therefore, ridding yourself, ridding yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and because, you know, I think we kind of texted on it earlier in the book of James, like, there is a wisdom that is your own. Yeah. And there is a wisdom that is from God. And we are to be seeking the wisdom that is from God, um, which means we have to rid ourselves of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we, I mean, it says in Proverbs, you know, that, that, that we have our own plans, but ultimately God's plans yep. will go forth. And so we have to first rid ourselves in order for us to receive the implanted word. In order for that word to be implanted, we have to remove our own plans. Yeah. You know, we have to remove that stuff for it to take root, like true root in our hearts. Um, and, and as we will continue reading in our next, next, uh, uh, um, verses of James from reading to, re- to receive to now doing, um, you know, it's, it's important to have that surrender, um, so that the word of God can take root into your heart. Um, and so that you can go out and be a carrier of this light, light, um, to be a barrier of God's truth, um, and to really be, a a a preacher of the gospel the true gospel um and and just to truly just live it out just in your everyday life um and this will help you when it comes to um being slow to speak and slow to anger um because when you're acting out of your own self when you're acting out of your own ways as we said like it's just so quick to be impulsive um but when you have surrendered your own self and truly put on the grace of God, yeah. the truth of God, um, then and only then um, do you really um, get to to speak the implanted word of, of Christ that's within you um, and, and which is able to save us yep. both now and forevermore. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you said Proverbs, and I think I had, I've actually gone through Proverbs on my, in my personal devotional time in the mm-hmm. morning. And uh, I just want to kind of maybe close out on Proverbs 3, verses 5 through uh, yeah. 8. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own understanding. Think about him in all your ways, and he will guide you on the right paths. Mm. Don't consider yourself to be wise. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. This will be healing for your body and strengthening for your bones. Yes. Amen. <laughs> I figured after you said that, and just kind of ties into what we were talking about. like. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. It's one of my favorite verses, man. Yeah, lean not on your own understanding. Yep. yep. Amen. Think about him in all your ways, and he will guide you on right paths. Yes. Because in a few, in a couple other sections, for man's ways are before the Lord's eyes, and he considers all his paths a wicked man's iniquities and trap him. Yeah. <laughs> so our ways are screwed up, guys. Our ways are not great at all. <laughs> Uh, and he will die because there is no discipline and be lost because of his great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This really hit me because it spoke... Whoever wrote this proverb, which I think was Solomon, and uh, he will die because there is no discipline and be lost because of his great stupidity. That spoke volumes to me. It's like, man, I felt like you were talking right to me. My great (laughs) stupidity will get me killed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Jesus is the way, the truth, and and the the life. life. There's no other way. There's no one else. Yeah. Amen, man. All right. uh, So, just a reminder that you can send in questions um, to us at... 
Nick at avertchurch.com. Yep. And um, they can be audio. It can be written. Uh, we plan to do a question and answer specific pod yeah. at the end of this series. So definitely send them in. Yep. All right. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Spotify, Google, and iTunes, and or iTunes. Leave a rating and or review. Found out that you can't do it on anything but iTunes. So if you're an iTunes listener, that part right there is specifically for you. <laughs> Which most of you seem to be iTunes. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But if you are on Spotify, I guess just make sure you click that following. Yeah. Or promote us on your social media too. You can do sure. that if you want. Yeah. We wouldn't we we wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, appreciate you guys as always. We'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. See you. Peace. <laughs>